If I just had more blank, I would be set. What did your mind scribble in there? Was it money? Time? Help? You know, similar to assessing personal strengths and weaknesses, to be successful, you must understand the concept of wealth. And this goes way beyond money. Those that have made it to the top of their success mountain all know that it takes more than hard work and dollar signs to get you there. The fast track up your mountain lies in the assets that you already have. Let's discuss some of the not-so-popular assets that you can start leveraging immediately to accelerate you toward your dream outcome. And a little visualization that I was kind of thinking of as I was coming up with all of this was your dream life equals the finish line. And if that's the case, then your one-person business equals the vehicle that will take you there. These assets that we're going to talk about today on this pyramid of wealth that we're discussing, these are all things that are components of your engine within that vehicle. And then your effort in the offers that you put out there in the world is the fuel that will propel you towards that finish line within your vehicle. And without assuming too much, it's likely that if you're watching this video, cash is not something that you have tons of. You're not crazy rich just rolling in the dough. But I want to encourage you with this little quote. Being broke doesn't make you poor. But first, we got to ask ourselves a very real question, and this is a fundamental here. But it is, what does it mean to be wealthy? In order to understand wealth, we must look at what things have value ascribed to them. Things that are considered valuable to more than one person could then be referred to as a currency because two people can initiate a transactional exchange based upon it. For example, I want a candy bar that costs $1. So what I'll do is I'll pull out my wallet and I'll reach for $1. I hand this dollar over to the cashier and now I have bought the rights to this candy bar. Now with this candy bar, I can either eat it, save it, trade it, or resell it again in the future. It's officially my candy bar. And that was at the cost of giving away my right of ownership to the dollar bill that I had originally pulled from my wallet. And in this light, wealth is referring to the accumulation of dollars, which is monetary purchasing power. But what about the things that you simply cannot buy, more or less? There are four other asset types on the wealth pyramid that are all incredibly valuable and worth a lot, especially if you're low on cash. So let's break them down and see how we can leverage these assets that you may already have an abundance of. First one we're looking at is time. Tick, tick, baby. In all my years, I just wish I would have wasted less time on things that didn't enhance my life. You hear a lot of elderly say that. They realize how precious time really is. We know that you can buy somebody else's time. For example, business coaches, consultants, doctors, therapists. You pull out your wallet, you hand them some money, and they give you their time. You're purchasing that from them. Or you can buy your own time by leveraging other things of value to afford yourself the freedom to not spend future time on certain tasks or waiting around. For example, priority boarding on airlines or Amazon Prime subscription. You sign up for that thing and you never have to go to the store again if you don't want to. Everything shows up at your front door in one to two days. But the key here is that you cannot buy back time that's already been spent. Yesterday, it's in the past. When will you die? Who knows? But it's coming. However, the younger you are, the more time you generally have. And most elderly would give away everything to have their time back. This is the asset of total time left. That's what we're looking at. So how do you spend your hours every day? 
like cash in your wallet, you spend your moments each day either doing or not doing things. I'm a dad with two young boys, so I'll use the parenting example here. Children take time from you. And I'm not saying this is bad, obviously, they're, they're my greatest joy. But whether it's people, YouTube, hobbies, etc., it all requires time in order to enjoy it. And we can associate value to the asset of time due to the limited and unknown total supply of it. We just don't know how much we have left. So patience and persistence is a tool that you already have on your belt. You just may need to sharpen it a little bit. And remember, time is your ally until it becomes your enemy. Use it while you got it. The second area that we can look at as an asset of wealth for us solopreneurs is the asset of relationships. The gift of one life is precious, but the harmony among two is magical. A simple equation that we could put here that defies logic, at least in the mathematical sense, is that when we're talking about people and more so relationships, one plus one often equals greater than two. And I love this concept, which I spoke about on a previous episode in my other podcast called Which Way Now, which that podcast is on hold for the time being. I've got other things I'm working on and some cool plans for it in the future. I'll let you know when it's time. Fact is, relationships defy math. When two or more people come together, the result can often be larger than the input. But what do I mean by that? For instance, when you're holding the hand of a person that you love, you feel more than just the physical connection. It usually stirs feelings of happiness, understanding, security, unity, and so on. These moments also happen in work-related things, such as brainstorming sessions or business coaching calls. When thoughts that were once disjointed and complex moments ago fall into alignment and become very clear, it's electric in a sense. And shout out to my business coach, Joel. Or think about music when drums and the bass lock in with each other. The groove is created. And this groove is not something that either instrument could have possibly done on their own. A huge asset that most of us solo business people tend to overlook or shy away from entirely is relationships. Professional, casual, intimate, or any of the in-between. You could be broke in all other categories, but if you're rich in relationships, you have a life that rivals the best of the best. So remember, when we're talking about people and more importantly relationships, one plus one often is greater than two. It's an asset that you could be leveraging immediately. Hey, you know, I just want to say a quick thank you for listening to these episodes. I know there's a ton of other things you could be listening to. So having a little slice of your time encourages my team and I to continue to push this content out. But this Eminem podcast slash audio newsletter is a very little fish in a massive ocean of not only audio content, but just content in general, which makes it incredibly hard to get in front of new listeners that could also appreciate these episodes just like you and I. But I found an easy way to offset this problem, which I can't do on my own. So please consider leaving a quick rating, even a few words as a review. I'll be able to see it almost immediately and will genuinely smile from your simple but impactful contribution. So to do this on Spotify, click the three dots on the podcast show page and hit rate show. On Apple Podcasts, scroll down the podcast show page and tap on the empty stars to rate it. And if some way, somehow you're catching this on YouTube, of course, subscribe and hit the like button. You're going big places, and I hope you continue to pull value from this content along your journey. So with that, let's get back to the show.
Moving on to skills. Skills are an asset that bridges the gap between knowledge and execution. Skills take time to develop, of course, but as you continue to sharpen them, you can sell it, trade it, or teach it. Those are the things you can do with skills once you have them. If you're feeling broke like I was back in 2019, then this is the best asset to leverage if you're looking to pad that wallet or open up new opportunities for yourself. If it weren't for remote-based freelancing, I probably would still be in college for a marketing degree that would be nearly useless compared to the real-world skills, portfolio, and confidence that I've developed. By taking the leap, and it was too early according to some, into remote-based marketing gigs, my bank of skills rapidly grew. And when the depth and the width of your skills increase, so too does your hourly rate, new connections, and the likelihood of new opportunities. So I will always tell people to start earlier than you feel comfortable with so you can begin building. Remember our little chat about time earlier? Don't waste it on complacent, wishy-washy BS. There's no room for that for people like you and I. And if you're still on the fence with taking the leap on something, ask yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen? In this case, you screw up and give them their money back? So what? Take it across the chin and move on. That lesson will teach you life and career skills that no other university could ever do for you, which still sounds like a win to me. And on to the last one for today, attention. Attention is just more powerful than money, no matter how you slice it. I don't even know where to begin with talking on this, so let's just say that this is the top of the asset food chain. Attention is the foundation of brand. Attention is the bedrock of status. Attention is the raw material that can be forged into your greatest success. Money follows where attention goes. Now, speaking on attention, I'm going to sound contradictory for a moment, but let me paint this point because it's important. Not every form of attention is good. (laughs) Think about when Will Smith very publicly slapped Chris Rock right across the face. That did not really go well for him. Although, sometimes negative attention can still be ROI, positive. Think about Kanye West in the headlines with whatever's going on in his head at any given time, or Conor McGregor getting aggressive outside of the ring and hitting headlines because of it, or Logan Paul or anybody else. There's these people that don't necessarily make all the best decisions and that attention, even though negative, still kind of pushes their brand out to more people. But you have to be very careful because now we're starting to tap into how your brand is perceived and your reputation. And so if we're talking small business, one-person business owners, or personal brand, your personal reputation is on the line. So we have to be very careful about how we garner attention and what we're doing when we are in the spotlight. But overall, the point is money, opportunities, status, and brand all stem from attention. Attention is the raw, unrefined material that often facilitates most of the assets mentioned today. Other than time, that's kind of like a God-level status. I don't think us humans have really figured out how to control that one yet. And with that, the solopreneur wealth pyramid has been built. So looking at this pyramid, time is the bottom. It's the foundation. It's the bedrock. It's the thing that we can't really manipulate too much. Time is a critical asset for us to recognize that's either on our side or not on our side, depending on how old we are or how much time we have to invest in our efforts on any given day or week. On top of time, I've layered attention because I think that's the next pillar that we really have to pay attention to. A lot of things stem from getting people's attention. Like we said, status, 
brand, and money, it all starts from attention. Sitting on top of attention is relationships. Like we said, oftentimes, one plus one is greater than two. There's something extra that comes out of these relationships. When you're feeling down, you have friends and family that can help lift you up. When you're feeling stuck, you have coaches and other colleagues that can help you get through that rut and back onto the fast lane. And as we continue to move higher up the pyramid, we've got skills. And then at the top, that usually takes the spotlight is money. Monetary purchasing power is important, like the candy bar example from earlier. But we have time, attention, relationships, skills, all of these things that we can lean into when we feel broke in one area, we may have richness in other areas that can help us build that wealth, ultimately accomplish the goals that take us to our dream life. And with this pyramid, this is what makes sense for me and I think is helpful and useful for us. That's what I'm here trying to do is provide some insight that can get you to think. I'm not here to be right. I'm here to help you think and progress. I hope you found some value out of this episode. And if so, please consider sharing this episode or the podcast as a whole with someone who would appreciate it. And thank you for doing that. And I'll talk to you soon in another episode. Till next time, peace.